as the world outside seems to be getting darker, colder and more oppressive with each day. It is more important than ever to connect to the truth of who you are, the light within, so that you can shine that through you, from you, out to those around you. Midday mindfulness is being created specifically to deliver you all the information that you will ever require in order to inspire and empower yourself to become the source of your own inspiration and with it your own liberation. In this weekly podcast, Kane Stromberg and all of his amazing guests bring to you the very secrets to reality, how to go about actually becoming an energy master and with it mastering life itself. Consciousness expansion is the name of my game and so you will know my name is Kane. Welcome to Midday Mindfulness. In this weekly podcast, we share with you the very secrets to reality and how to go about actually creating the life of your dreams in all ways. Only through the upliftment and liberation of yourself can you then deliver this information to everybody else so that together, now, we can create a world of true equality. For all. I welcome you to the family, to the tribe, to the club and look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level very soon. Greetings and welcome to episode number two of Midday Mindfulness. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all your amazing feedback and the support that we have been receiving, not only within this instalment, but across the whole channel. Vibe Select FM is most definitely an up-and-coming channel to keep watch of and to be part of its continued growth and movement forward. As united with one vision, governed by that aspect of love, and guided by our hearts, United we stand, and together we rise. Hello once again, and welcome to Midday Mindfulness. My name is Kane Stromberg, and it is truly my honour and privilege to be able to bring you yet another instalment of what is something we should all be taught at school, and is being slowly implemented into every aspect of our lives if we are only able to actually educate ourselves to start with and those around us. Self-education is crucial to actually overcome those limitations that we have learned in the past. So mindfulness. Last episode we spoke about the fact that we would discuss the ego within this and I would like to incorporate the ego but also to actually touch on fear. I'd like to share with you all a situation that I was not part of firsthand, but that was happening around me and that I was able to witness from the sidelines everything that was taking place and the aspect of fear that was governing people's decisions before, during and after potentially the actual event. But first of all, I would like to actually talk about what fear is. 
if you or you will have a busy schedule as most of us do but in truth before we actually go into this a reminder of what time is time is a unit of measurement it is a way that we have decided to measure that which we have called time clock time to say that i am late or that you are late is actually incorrect because whenever you arrive is when you arrive and whenever you arrive is perfect for when you have arrived you're never late you're always on time you're always on your time you may not be on clock time you may not be on somebody else's time but you my friend are unique and individual and you run on your own time so you always have time because in truth from the moment you are born to the moment you die one thing you have always is time it just depends how you decide to spend those 86000 moments of now in each and every day and that's what will make your life meh or wow It's your choice how you spend those units of measured time. So everything you do is in creation. To take yourself away from being a creator, you put yourself in a victim state. And that will be incorporated in the discussion of the ego. But as I said, first of all, let's start with what fear is and then actually learn a technique that you can carry with you now to remove fear. or any time that you get caught up in that illusionary aspect of negative or unwanted fear. So I was having a look at the definition of what fear is. And it is basically a a fear of a unknown future event which is linked into what anxiety then is. Fear is a natural, powerful and primitive human emotion. It involves a universal biochemical response as well as high individual emotional responses fear alerts us to the presence of danger or a threat of harm whether the danger is physical or psychological sometimes it stems from a real threat sometimes it stems from an attachment to a previous situation and a a view of a threat that may be present and the reaction is either biochemical or emotional and as it is a natural survival mechanism it is a natural part of our fight or flight response when we are confronted with a perceived threat our body responds in a specific way physically it responds to either fight or flight you will go into fight mode or you will run away in flight mode or sometimes you can actually freeze this as it said is a perceived threat and that links into the individual aspect so what does it say about an emotional response the emotional response to fear on the other hand is highly personalized yeah because fear involves some of the same chemical reactions in our brain that positive emotions like happiness and excitement do Feeling fear under certain circumstances can be seen as fun, like watching a scary movie. Very true. And just as with that, actually the emotional embodiment of anxiety is exactly the same as the emotional embodiment of excitement. So any time you become anxious, 
It is exactly the same as becoming excited, but you have just focused your attention on something outside of yourself that you perceive to be negative as opposed to positive. And anxiety and excitement are both forward projections and a emotional response to an event that has not yet happened yet. And that is what I would like to actually discuss with the element of fear. So, in truth, fear suffocates, isolates and alienates you from yourself and from others. And this is part of one of my poems. And as always, it is love. Love is the answer. Love is the key. The key that will unlock that door deep within and set not only you, but the whole world free. It's always, always, always love. Return back to your heart centre. Return back to being mindful and compassionate for yourself and others. Return back to that state of love and it's all perfect. Always has been, always will be. Simple. If only it was that simple. But in truth it is. We can get caught up in the merry-go-round of illusion and fear and separation and isolation from time to time, becoming anxious and even perhaps depressed are then becoming anxious and then condemning ourselves for feeling depressed and feeling anxious and then judging ourselves for feeling condemned by ourselves and then feeling anxious and depressed over that. So a powerful technique, a tip or a trick to carry with you is to know that it is literally your personal attachment to an event outside yourself and your want to actually avoid it or control it. What one person views as dangerous and is fearful of, another person would view as exciting and become enjoyed and energized by the thought of even experiencing it. So next time you become fearful, next time fear enters your conscious mind, your conscious self, and you feel it within your body and your mind, I'd like for you to actually stop. Physically stop once again and take a step back. By taking that physical step backwards, you are disattaching from whatever it is in the future that you have attached your focus of attention on. Just as we were talking about that ship sailing towards a certain destination last week, stepping back away from it, you've disattached that energetic connection. You've disattached walking along that path. Then you can view it from the higher or an alternative perspective. So step back and then ask yourself, on a score of 1 to 10, how would I rate this fear? What number would I give it out of a score of 1 to 10? Ask yourself, where is it in my body? If I was to have a physical embodiment of it, if my body, which it will be, is soaring that fear in a physical element, which it is, then where is it in my body? And then be mindful of that area. Send it some attention, send it some love, move it around. And ask what colour it is. What colour is this fear? What colour is the fear? And where is it in my body? And then, this is the easy part, clear your mind, right? <laughs> Which we will discover over time. And as I've said before, I strongly suggest you head over to the mainstream meditation channel on YouTube to actually utilise all of the meditations on there. The inner child integrations, the chakra cleansing, 
There is some anxiety removal meditations on my Cosmic Surfer YouTube channel. And I am in the middle of writing a book. And in that book, I am also recording all of the chapters to utilize as a free online course, as well as a series of YouTube videos, again on the Mainstream Meditation channel. Beginner's Guide to Meditation Mastery, where we go through a step-by-step process from learning how to sit to breathing to astral projecting across and realizing that you are the entire universe itself. But to rein it back and get back on track, a way to clear your mind is to separate from what is what you've been caught up in. So imagine that you're walking through a jungle. Picture in your mind you're walking through a jungle. You've got caught up in a thought. You've got caught up in the, the vines which are growing all around you. By stopping and actually looking up to the sky at a single cloud or focusing intently on your hand in each finger and then actually watching as the focus of attention goes along those lines in your fingers, in your fingerprint. Just watch it and think about it. Be mindful of it all. Or one that I love to use with my clients is a reverse engineering process. So the first thing that you are able to view, so if I was to look at this microphone, I would go on a reverse engineering process of it becoming from a base material to being in front of me and used to actually record this show. So it's in front of me on my desk, plugged into my laptop in front of my computers. Beforehand, it was in the store. I purchased it from Amazon. And in that purchasing process, somebody delivered the package to me and then I opened it and set it all up. They delivered it. And then actually the process of them delivering not only involved them getting up in the morning, meeting and interacting with their loved ones, the reason they do their job, everybody that's involved in that, also the food that they ingested, the machineries or vehicles which are used in not only the delivery of that product, but also actually going back another step, the creation of that product. And where that product was made, the factory it was made in, the people that made that factory, the machines which made the factory and the machines within it, all the people that live within it and all their families. You go on this reverse engineering process all the way back to the base material, the base minerals being in the ground, and you realize that what has taken you a couple of minutes of focusing on a single item has actually separated you from that. There was previously a gripping and choking aspect of fear probably most often accompanied by that anxiety. So after clearing your mind using a reverse engineering technique or any of the techniques that I have included in the free online anxiety freedom course, all of which are found on the greatestversion.club website, such as tapping your fingers, spinning out the actual anxiety which is in truth what we're partly going to do now but is just using a technique that i utilize and incorporating freedom from fear into it so knowing where it is and what color it is next i would like for you keeping your head still to actually move your eyes around 
move your eyes from left to right and then in a circular motion. This will allow you to access all areas of the brain. The eyes are the windows to the soul and they are also a indication of where we store information. So each of us is wired in a particular and unique way and whichever way you are wired, whichever way you store information is perfect because it is the way that you do it and it's perfect for you. I am calisthetic in the way that I store and experience information. I like to get a feel for things. I am able to know by a vibration, a energy which is emitted, which we all are ourselves. If somebody is positive or negative, I will feel it. I don't need to see anything. I don't need to hear anything. I will just know. I'll get an, a representation of a person dependent on their their truth, not necessarily their actions, because we are not actually the programs that we run which cause a lot of the actions which we create and experience. You're not your programs. You're the being of infinite potential within. And these computers, they are created blank, and it's dependent on what programs you put on them to what they're then able to do. If you have a limited program that has been running since you were a child, which was taken on through a traumatic experience, it's not your fault when you run that program, dependent on external situations which re-trigger that program. It's not your fault. But knowing then that there is a program is then your responsibility to actually do the work to remove it and to overcome it. Okay. So moving your eyes around in circular motions after backwards and forwards and side to side and up and down gives you full access to all areas. Okay. Then I would like for you to actually place your hands on your collarbone area and just tap. Just mindfully tap. Be aware you are just connecting back to your body. You're physically reconnecting to yourself. Hmm. And that is being mindful. That is what meditation is. A single breath in and out. Connecting back to yourself. Being aware of the breath coming in and out. That is what mindfulness is. That is the simplistic form of meditation. A single breath in and out. So we know what the score was. We know what the area of the body housing, that feeling of fear, and also the color associated with it. We've cleared the mind and we've connected to the body after actually accessing all areas of the consciousness and subconsciousness, which is where all of the information is housed and stored. Is the subconscious mind that is the area the programs are installed on, just as the computer's hard drive, and also the area that then has access to the Akashic records, which in simplistic form or terms linked back to a computer is the internet. All greats throughout history, all creative geniuses, all masterminds, all people that have been figures of inspiration, admit, as I have spoken the truth myself, the information that I share, especially in that meditative flow, is not mine. It is those moments of quiet and silence when the words of wisdom are gifted to us and it is up to us to actually then flow that information through. 
to do the work required to manifest it and materialize it in the physical. I get all of my greatest insights in the shower or in the bath because it is the moments when I take a couple of minutes out, out of conscious thinking, out of planning or designing or whatever it is that I'm doing within the physical manifestation and achievement side of life. Meditation is like going on holiday and getting to day four or five when you've explored the hotel. You haven't really got too much that needs to be done or that you want to do and you just have that moment of bliss sat by the pool and you're like, mm, this is what life's about. Why couldn't life be like this every day? Well, it can. Meditation. And I only talk about and promote meditation so much because it is what changed my entire life, my entire world, or my perspective of the world. And in truth, that then changed the world because the way you view something then determines your experiences of it, your emotional attachments to it, and the way that you either enjoy or try to deny it, try to escape it. We will talk next week, or in weeks to come, about various aspects. I would like to discuss the ego in more depth next week, along with mirrors and the way that we are able to see things in others that we are less than acceptant of in ourselves. And I would also like to talk about failure in a later episode. Failure being actually something that should be praised and seen as positive. Because very quickly, what failure actually is, is falling about in learnings until realizing everything failure if you don't fall over you don't learn how to get back up and the more situations and scenarios you fall over in the more you learn how to get back up in i have just uploaded onto youtube on the cosmic surfer channel my truth about depression deep rest because we have to go into that state of deep rest to actually take a moment out, to stop trying, to accept fully where we are, to then be able to move forward from that position. Only by acknowledgement and acceptance do we then have any chance of moving forward. So knowing where everything is now, returning back to that technique of fear and actually removing it from being a negative and crippling aspect or emotional embodiment because knowing that it does all start in the mind, we have the power to actually transform anything that we experience. So connecting back to the body and tapping. Cross your arms over now, so that your arms are crossed, but you're tapping on your collarbone area still, your shoulders. And just actually start to tap down your arms. And as you do this, in your mind's eye, picture a staircase and picture walking down this staircase as though there's 20 stairs and with each step down that you are actually stepping into freedom. And as you continue down your arms, coming to your hands eventually and on your hands, 
tapping your fingers together and being at step five, four, three, two, and one, and stepping out into freedom. And as you do this, feel that negative emotion, that negative energy all drain into your hands and actually literally throw it out, throw it out of you, watching that color being discarded from your energetic body as though a cup of water that has had some black current added to it become red, become fearful, and then actually removing all of that red, throwing it back out and becoming a clear, beautiful, crystalline and divine glass of water once again. Free from all illusions and separations. And then picture within your body within that area that was previously housing that, that old and unnecessary, unwanted and undesirable state of being in the color that it previously was. Replace it with a color that is most favorable to you and watch as it dances and becomes loose and effortless in its state of flow as your body is able to move freely, carefree, effortless, and that, my friends, is a technique to actually throw out and remove fear. So I would like to discuss the current situation and the global element of fear and my own, my own truths and journey through it, connecting back to it and realizing and freeing myself from it once again after returning back to the truth, which is, as I will over and over again express, <laughs> love. You're educated through continuous repression of the ability to think outside of what you are able to achieve by having something drilled into you. Don't think for yourself, just listen to this information, take it to be true, and then use it. This can be beneficial. This is the way we learn our times table and our alphabet. But it's also the way that we learn that we are not good enough. That we are unable to achieve. That we are dependent on what we are able to, to experience in life. The person we are is dependent on our job, our place in society, the clothes we wear, the car we drive, the house that we live in etc. And I've lived that life. I was chasing that. I don't know why I just saw a white elephant. I was chasing the white elephant. And all it did was take me <laughs> into darkness. But then, as I've said in the past, it was in that darkness that I was able to discover the direction of the light and actually venture towards it, journey towards it find that door which required the key, go back in to discover the key and the key as with always, once again, I found at the center of the maze, the center of me and its love. I returned to the door, unlocked it and then ventured out into the world beyond. A bubble of protection is actually the video that I've recorded today for the mainstream meditation channel, bubble, bubble of Protective White Light, or Pillar of Protective White Light. But the words which are used 
are able to actually bring about states of liberation or freedom. In the next installment on the Mind Festival Thursday episodes, I believe it is. So on Facebook, if you are not yet, please go over to the Mind Festival and like the page and watch all the content on there. Connect with the team, very dedicated and hardworking team, and listen to all of the inspirational and educational content housed within that page. On the Thursday, I will be discussing the phrase I am and the power housed within I am. To say that I am in fear, that I am anxious, that I am limited, all aligns you with that truth and the ability to only be able to experience that truth. Everything is fact. Although the truth to it all is that you are limitless, but whatever layer that you place upon yourself, whatever blanket of separation that you are cast, or whatever box of illusion that you live in, whatever bubble, then you will only ever be able to experience whatever was in that bubble. I have done a video on fear and the bubble of fear and how to break free from it. So once again, head over to YouTube to discover that. But imagine that you live inside a bubble. This bubble is what your ego is aware of and feels safe and secure within. Your ego is your sense of self. Your ego self gives you a feeling of solidity within this world, within this 3D realm. Being able to meditate and travel outside of the, the physical self, the physical conscious mind and venture out into the astral world is taking you from a 3D into a 5D. And this is taking you from an ego into a, an ego I am into a consciousness I am, a universal consciousness I am. To know that I am, I am I, I am you, I am we, I am me, I am all that was or ever shall be. Universal energy dancing rhythmically in this play that we call life. And even scientifically, they cannot actually deny this is right scientifically proven everything is energy vibrating at different frequencies and it does so in waveforms that is why we are continuously surfing the waves of existence together now and forever united we stand and together we rise it's the whole point to the terminology and the foundation that i build everything from so separated in your bubble in your bubble of fear which is done through looking outside of the bubble and things and going, oh, it's a bit, bit dangerous out there, best not go out there. I'm going to stay in my bubble. I know what's in my bubble and I'm safe in it. But then you will over, only ever experience what is in that bubble. If you venture outside it, you have the capability to experience everything outside it. So the ego is your sense of self and it needs to be treated with an utmost understanding and respect there is within the spiritual world a lot of people that will teach ego death. Without a sense of self, without an ego sense of self, there is no self. So picturing yourself as a single element of the universe, okay? 
So think about this for a moment. Picture within your mind's eye, just close your eyes and bring to mind the ocean. The ocean is all the water in this world, in existence, okay? Let's just return all the water to the ocean. It's all there, housed and united in that ocean. And in the ocean, as a wave crashes upon itself and that single droplet of water rises into the air, it has a higher perspective of itself. It is separate to the ocean. You, my friend, are that single droplet of water existing in an ocean of existence. You are separate to the ocean, yet you are part of the ocean. And when you return to the ocean, you remember that you are part of it. In fact, you are the mighty ocean itself. Yet you do not have control over those waves. You are just there to be able to experience them, to surf them, energetically and joyfully. You cannot change the flow of the tides. But you can go with that flow and utilize all of that energy to actually create the world or your own unique perspective of the world that you choose. But we can only do this if we separate from the fear, which the illusional aspect of control is used heavily. Fear is used to control us. Fear is used to separate us from the truth of who we are and from each other, and it is being done globally as we speak. So how do we go about breaking free from fear? We do one thing each day that we are slightly fearful of. We step out of that bubble, and we allow for the ego self to feel secure in this choice, knowing that each time we step away from that safety bubble, that we are still safe. Today I'm going to try this, and the ego will come up, no, no. What if this? What if that? What if the other? Yeah, I can see all that information. That's fine. Thank you very much for your point of view, but actually we're going to try this anyway. Well, remember when that thing happened in the past, and that other thing was a result of it, and that thing happened, and that thing happened. Yeah, I can remember, but that's not going to happen this time because I'm going to create it otherwise. Well, yeah, but what if, what if, what if? This is the conversation that happens within our minds, within our within ourselves, okay? And I have had this conversation many a time. About last April time, I went to Canada to stay with a friend who has been a massive part of my journey. And she taught me a lot. She helped me and liberated me from a lot of programs of old. And whilst there, I went on a journey and an adventure. And I smashed away what was the wall of fear. So I used a kayak. I borrowed her kayak. I drove to these lakes. I didn't really know where it was. And discovered this lake. It was still snowing, so it was quite cold. The water was very, very choppy and turbulent. I used to have a fear of deep water. A thought of being swallowed. Something actually coming up from the depths beneath and swallowing me up whole. Where this comes from is 
perhaps too in-depth for this topic of conversation, but it comes from a memory from the past or my perception of an event of past and my memory that I took from it. The, the truth which I took from that situation, whether it was true or not, it was what I saw and what I perceived and what I learned from it. Everybody will have a unique memory and representation of any one event. If there are eight people at a meal and a conversation is had, each person will interpret that conversation and remember it in their own unique way, depending on their perspective, depending on not only where they're sat, but who they actually side with what information they chose to take in and what information they didn't. Again, linking back to what we look for, we see, and what we see is what we look for. We are only able to process so much information at any one time. We are bombarded by up to 2 million bits of data or information every second. Yet the mind can only process about 130,000 of those bits. So it's like I'm giving you... 2 million grains of sand every second or 2 million grains of 2 million bits of pasta and you are grabbing 130,000 of them and then you are making a a collage a pasta and glue picture out of those bits of pasta but those bits of pasta then limit you in what you are able to experience and see the subconscious mind takes the path of least resistance. So if you are used to seeing somebody be negative, you will expect them to be negative. As soon as there is any element of negativity, you'll grab onto that bit and you will create your image of it. Give yourself the chance to see positivity in yourself and others by looking for it and focusing on the positivity that there is and growing that. As focusing on the negatives only grows it, just as focusing on fear only grows it. Focusing on what is outside you, using that reverse engineering technique or any of the other techniques housed on the online courses, that is what actually changes your focus of attention as what you focus upon you grow. Where your attention goes, your energy then flows and what you focus upon grows. Okay, again, the garden of the mind and I'm going to use this in a episode coming up in what we reap and what we sow and what we focus upon and what we grow. But for now, just know that nothing is a negative, that failure is that forward, falling around in learnings until realizing everything. And that without the shit in life, we have no fertilizer to grow our flowers within. Okay, but returning to my adventure, I'd always been to beautiful places with calm seas in the past holidays and there'd be a little island off on the coast and I'd get a canoe and I'd go to canoe to it and then there'd be that sense of fear oh what if you fall in you know you've got children to look after you're responsible for other people whatever excuse it was that the ego mind was coming up with to keep me safe which is what the ego is there for the ego is there to keep you safe and what it does not understand it condemns I've done a video on races racism and why racism still exists and the fact that being a racist is to do with programming and a fear it is the ego being unaware of another person's perspective or their way of living being unaware of another culture and their beliefs and what they hold dear and because the ego does not understand it it condemns it because it needs to be the mighty i am ego what it doesn't understand it condemns 
quite often working with clients, if I said to a client, this is at the start, at the end of it, they're, they're running to that door and opening it and jumping right through. But at the start, like there's a door over there on your left. If you open that door, then your your dream life's just the other side. Um, yeah, but I don't know that. Yeah, but trust me, it is. Yeah, but I don't know. I know what's up in this room, so I'm going to stay in this room because I don't actually know what's behind the door. If you don't open the door, you'll never know, will you? Yeah, but I'm, I know what's in this room, so I'll stay in here because I'm safe in here. It could be freedom and liberation and abundance in all ways and the life of my dreams, but there could be a monster. Quite often there is a monster. But unless we actually address that monster, realize that it's not this big scary demon, that in fact it's an aspect of yourself which was hurt or wounded or traumatized at some point in the past, do the work required to integrate it back into the whole, to then be able to walk freely through that door to the world of liberation on the other side. Okay? That's what shadow work is. That's what inner child work is. And I suggest that you treat your ego as a child. Compromise, ego compromise. I've done videos on this in the past. Again, older ones, granted, it was one of my first ones, and it's ego compromise. And it's to do with the ego mask. We'll discuss the ego mask in a moment, actually, because it is a very beautiful image to actually hold in your mind. But returning back to that canoe, I never used to do it. I've never done it in the past. And if I had fallen in in the past, I'd have been fine. It's beautiful. Like it was always in crowded beaches. It was always beautiful weather, and the islands were never that far away. But there was always that element of fear that held me back, and I made excuses to accept that actually it was better not to. And I kept in that bubble, and that's where I used to live in in my bubble of security and understanding. Having ventured outside of my own consciousness into the center of the entire universe to realize that I'm everything in completion and nothing at all, there is nothing to be fearful of. As I know that I'm an aspect of the universe, I'm eternal as the universe is itself, and this is all just an experience. Within the Bible, as long as we follow the commandments and live a life of purpose and do deeds that we would want done to ourselves, live a life of compassion and positivity. We return to heaven at the end of the life. So what's the problem here? Sorry, we, we, we come from heaven to return to heaven. So everything we experience here is just an experience to be enjoyed, surely. If you're going to go back to heaven afterwards, why not make the most of this life? Why not make the most of this moment of now? And it starts through breaking free and smashing down those walls of fear. And this is what I did, and it took me a very long time of inner work, inner journeying, and I got to that lake, and that old program come up, that ego come up, don't do it. We just go around the coast, and I and I did. I went around the coast, and I come back to where I started, back to by the jetty. I looked over in the distance, and literally I thought, fuck it, I, I, I'm going. I'm going, nothing is going to stop me. It was quite tro choppy, it was quite turbulent, there was nobody else about. I discovered afterwards it was over two miles away, this island. The water was freezing. And that voice was almost constant. Turn back. What if you fall in, you'll die. Mm, mm, yeah, I, I probably would, actually. 
I accept that. I accept that that is a real, real potential danger. That is a fear to actually acknowledge. But I'm not going to fall in because I trust my ability to to go on this journey. This is my path. I've chosen my destination and nothing is stopping me, especially not my own internal dialogue and old programs which would elude me and make me believe that fear is something that should actually govern all of my choices instead of what is most enjoyable liberating and freeing what is going to be the most enjoyable decision to make here the one of fear that is repressive or the one of freedom which is liberating taking me in that state of flow so i could i i rode and i rode and i rode and i rode the sky was dark, the winds were high, and I rode. And it took me an hour to get to this little island, to find a jetty to clamber out onto, and I'd taken a bag of food. And I got there, and my first thought was, why the fuck have I done this? I've got to get all the way back. It's going to start getting dark soon. That voice was still there. Even though I'd, I'd, I'd completed the journey, and it wasn't until I sat, I stopped and I watched all the birds as they were migrating, as they were landing on that lake, coming in from wherever it was that they had weathered the winter. And I watched them all. And I separated from myself and I watched all these countless life forms which just effortlessly go about their day. They don't exist in fear. They respond to danger, yes, but they don't exist in self-produced fear. It is an element of our fight or flight response. It is part of our evolutionary process to be able to look to a future event, to analyze it, to come up with the potential dangers, the fears, to then overcome them before they become an element is beneficial. Okay, there's a load of grizzly bears over there. Let's not go over there. Keeps us safe. Easy. There's snow leopards which come in and actually take our livestock what can we do about it? Protect them. Build pens. Build fences. Whatever it is. Build ditches. This is These were all part of our evolutionary process, okay? Fear is not negative in completion, just as the night is not. The day and the night exist as one. If you tried to deny the darkness, if you tried to deny the winter, you'd be missing out on a lot of the enjoyment and a lot of the experience. And we require darkness to in order to see the light shine upon. The darkest of nights when the stars are most beautiful in the sky. And after stopping, and then actually having some food, and realizing what I'd done, because that voice was con constant. What if you fall in? What if you fall in? You've got your boys. You'll leave them behind. And I would have died. The, the water was freezing. I didn't have a life jacket that was big enough to actually fit me. If I'd have capsized, I might have been able to clamber back on, but it took me, I was hot. There was nobody on the island. It took me an hour to get there. There's no way I would have got back. I would have, I would have been brown bread. But I smashed that aspect of fear. And since then, I've just gone through breaking barrier after barrier. That was my sticking point and that was my journey to overcome it. And on the journey back, I this is completely truthful. I'm, I went to swear again there. I'm trying not to use too much profound language, being a spiritual teacher and <laughs> and a, a you know mindfulness coach and an inner completion master. 
I do so because I am real, and I do swear, because I am truthful, and I will not deny any aspect to reality. But just for a moment, having smashed that illusion of fear, I kid you not, I got back in the canoe to row back, and the heavens opened, the wind died down, the heavens opened, the, the, the clouds dissipated, and the sun shone through shone upon me and the journey back was effortless because I'd already completed the journey. The journey where there was the journey. The journey back was just part of it, continued part of it, just as the journey that I'm taking now is just a continued part of it. I smashed down the barriers of separation and illusion. I left a very secure job, life in completion. My life was perfect to very much almost every aspect yeah, I was not happy in myself. And unless everything is good inside, it doesn't matter how good it is outside. You'll never be happy. And now I'm on this journey. I don't know where I'm going or how I'm going to get there. But I know the destination. So I know what I'm going to achieve because I know that it is already achieved. I'm just not fully aware of how I'm going to go about achieving it. But I knew how I made that journey. And it was through a belief in myself. And upon canoeing, rowing back, I literally had a moment with God. God spoke to me from the clouds. And I don't believe in the, the religious term of God, but there is a creator. Everything is consciously created. Everything you can see was first a thought. Consciousness creates all. Therefore, there must be a prime creator. There must be a source behind all sources. And then there must be one behind that. So perhaps we are here with the burning questions within us. Where am I from and why am I here? To discover in our own personal and unique ways the answer to that question, however feels right to us, to return all that information back. So then God to put together all that information and discover that answer himself, here, herself, thyself, itself, we self. Where am I from and why am I here? If you could do everything, create everything at the single, then there would only be one question to ask. Well, who am I? If I'm God, then who created me? Where am I from and why am I here? So very quickly, because I realise that the episode is coming to an end, I haven't really discussed the ego a lot, but we will talk about the ego and the ego mask and incorporate fear into that again in the next episode. So just imagine it as a mask that you put on. And when you put on a mask, it limits your ability to see clearly, to breathe clearly, to express yourself freely. And we put on various masks dependent on who we are actually addressing and the way that we want to be seen by the person that we are interacting with. You wear a different mask when you're at work to when you're with your friends to when you're with your family to when you're on your own. And as long as you're able to be truthful, at least with yourself when you're on your own, then that is perfect. To have a negative thought and condemn yourself for it is not being truthful to who you are. To have a negative thought and go, okay. So it's a negative thought, doesn't define me or mean that's who I am. That is being truthful. Everything in reality is part of you as you are part of it. I have within me the potential to do the most beautiful acts of kindness and compassion. 
as well as the most sadistic acts of hatred. It exists within the conscious mind and there is a possibility for it to exist within the physical. I accept this. The angel and the devil are not on my shoulder. They are both within me, part of me. And only by actually communicating with the devil, discovering why it exists, what it wants, and then working in harmony with it, are we able to actually integrate it back into the whole and become part of it as we are part of the whole collective of experiences. If God did not design, or if God did not intend for the devil to have a voice, he would not have given him one. And if God did not intend for you to experience all of the negativity that you have in life in order to learn and to grow from, then you would not have done so. Whatever is blocking your path is meant to be there, otherwise it would not be. Very quickly, before actually ending with a story about the element of fear in what I experienced at the weekend. Who is the most important person in the world to you? The person that you cannot live without? The person that, if they did not exist, that life would not be worth living, that life would be, that life would end as you know it? And I'll give you the answer in a moment. So I went camping at the weekend in a place that is very fond to my family and myself in our in our youth, in our journey through life. It was my mother's birthday and we went there. Absolutely phenomenal weekend. Beautiful, beautiful weather, beautiful place. Very, very grounding. Very amazing. Unfortunately, a young mother actually has left us on the Sunday a lady if anybody is listening that happens to know her then take the fact that she smashed fear in order to do what was most hardwired and in tune with her heart which was try to actually help her children or her child and his friend so two young boys became got into difficulty whilst canoeing and the amazing beautiful and a woman of inspiration danielle chilvis chilvers danielle chilvers apologies she didn't even think about what the potential fears were she bounded into the waters to to save these two young boys she got into trouble herself the children were rescued by other people that were present on the beach but unfortunately Danielle did not make it back to land she was rescued by the coast guard there was a lot of presence there was a couple of helicopters lots of cars ambulances police a couple of boats and it was a very it's a very heavy experience for everybody she acted despite fear and the result of it actually meant that she is no longer with us on this earthly realm unfortunately now anybody that was present to that situation will probably result or respond with fear to it 
anybody that was or has any contact with the family, I would love to do anything that I can to offer my support in any way. If you experience something which is fearful, you take it to be factual and then you respond in future in that same way. To go into water to save your child, and quite often this happens where two people drown together because one person tries to save the other. But there is an element that is superior to fear, and it is love. It is always love. I'm becoming a little bit choked up thinking about all this. And I just want to tell everybody that we are all one and the same. I do everything I do because I desire for a world of true equality and freedom where we are separated from the illusional aspects of fear. Yes, fear is real, but think about it for a moment. When you are fearful of something that you then think about again, say you were going to jump off a bridge into a river and you could see the bottom of the river, you knew it was safe, you knew that there wasn't much of a current, it was safe, the conditions were safe. The conditions are safe. The conditions are optimal, okay? You go to jump, but then you don't because what? No, that's just not. There's fear. It's just easier not to. It's best not to. Just as it would be best not to have me have canoed over that, that frozen or partially frozen lake. Yet when you think about it later and you think, hmm, Whenever you think of, whenever fear stops you, but you think about it, it's because you know in, in truth you could do it, you can do it, and you should do it. But you should break free from that bubble of illusion, that bubble of fear, that bubble of separation to experience what's on the other side. To look at a 30-foot gap between two ravines and think about jumping over it and be fearful of it, that's completely normal and natural. But in truth, you wouldn't even think about it. You might think, oh, well... What if I could jump and you go over, there's no chance. And then that would be gone. You wouldn't even give that thought a second. It would be gone. You'd move on. Because that is real fear. It's when we get caught in it that it's fake. Fear is real when it is easy and effortlessly let go of. When you are attached or something clings to you and sticks to you, it's because there is an element to actually look at, to address I know, I don't know, well I do, because I know that we are all the same at our core. Danielle would go into the water again, if it meant saving her children, her child and his friend. There is some things fear will never hold us back from. And it is incorporating that truth into everything we do in life. I ask that you challenge fear for the rest of this week and for the rest of your life. When fear comes up, ask yourself, is it rational? Is it something to really be fearful of? Or is it something that is just limiting your ability to enjoy life? To be fearful of going outside through the fear of becoming ill, infected, or then infecting somebody else is stopping you living your life. To become fearful over 
not being good enough to actually achieve your dreams is stopping you trying to achieve them. Fear of failure destroyed more dreams than failure ever did. Think about that, because there is no failure. You're just gaining that information. So, I'm a little bit caught in this thought here. So, to end it positively, thank you to everybody that is working tirelessly to create a world of betterment for us all. Thank you to everybody that sees the fear but chooses to walk their path of choice and truth nonetheless. Thank you to everybody that is on the front line, all the NHS workers within this country and the countries all over the world, all the charities, all the people on the ground, each and every one of you that I would say are light workers, that are thoughtful of yourself and others. Thank you to each and every one of you from the bottom of my heart. And as always, I am here to assist each and every one of you in whatever way that I can, as we are all part of the same experience, part of this same journey. And as I inspire you, I continue to inspire myself and liberate myself and everyone else. So the most important person in existence is you. As without you, there is no universe to experience Without you, the universe does not exist for you to even experience. So you are the most important person in the universe. Do what is right for you and echo that truth out to everybody that you have contact with. Once again, please reach out with any questions that you may have. And anybody that knows Danielle Chilvers or any of her family or relatives, please contact us and we will do all we can. We will set up whatever we can in a way of support and I will lead this forwards to do whatever is possible in the support of one another. As united we stand and together we rise. Love, light and infinite blessings to each and every one of you. And until the next episode of midday mindfulness. Stay mindful. Challenge your beliefs. Challenge your thoughts. And break that illusional bubble and separational aspect of fear. Peace out.